Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Kurt Warner was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the final chapter to a storybook career. Big whoop. I'm in the Lee Summit West Broadcasting Hall of Fame. But good for Kurt. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome in. Sound Off on a Sunday night. Michael Admire, Hall of Fame. Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. Michael Admire. I'm not in the Hall it, of Famer. It didn't come with a jacket, just a plaque. And for an entire year, I was the only inductee. You are the first. The first. Into the Lee Summit Broadcasting Titan Television Hall of Fame. Yep. Is that correct? Yep. A lot of qualifiers, but I'm in. That's a big <laughs> one. Uh, obviously, uh, Keith uh, not here tonight. He'll be back next week. But, man, we, it was a busy sports week as summer is winding down. But a lot going on this week. We want to hear from you. Media days are in the books at Iowa, Iowa State, and you and I. Don't forget about the Panthers. What are your thoughts on the Hawkeyes, the Cyclones, and the Panthers? College football season less than a month away. And Kurt Warner becomes the first Iowan to enter the NFL Hall of Fame. Does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Some maybe say no with the numbers, but I say yes. Give us a call on that or anything. Cubs, football, anything. 515-282-9010. Let's sound off. Murphy's Law takes a week off, so we start with, I think. Earlier this week, the Cubs gave Steve Bartman a World Series ring. As you'd expect, the move has been received with mixed emotions. I lean more towards the nice gesture, cool thing for the Cubs to do side. You know how many rings an organization gives out? Hundreds and hundreds. Parking attendants, security guards, grounds crew, anyone and everyone. It's like Oprah. You get a ring. You get a ring. What's the big deal with one more? The mob mentality that followed Bartman after his foul ball interference is one of the most disgusting things in Chicago sports history. Forget about the fact Mark Pryor was serving up meatballs. Alex Gonzalez all of a sudden couldn't field a ground ball or the fact there was a whole other game to play. Cubs fans wanted a scapegoat, so they went after a middle-aged Little League coach who was at the game by himself that happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and did nothing wrong. Bartman was placed under police supervision, forced to leave Chicago and basically go into hiding. He's never done an interview and never been outed by friends and family. If you haven't seen the ESPN 30 for 30 Catching Hell, watch it. It's fascinating and heartbreaking. His statement about getting a ring speaks volumes. I humbly receive the ring not only as a symbol of one of the most historic achievements in sports, but as an important reminder for how we should treat each other in today's society. 
My hope is that we all can learn from my experience to view sports as entertainment and prevent harsh scapegoating. That's all class. No human deserves to be treated the way Steve Barton was treated in 2003. A huge chunk of his life ruined. George Papa John, editor at the Chicago Tribune, summed it up best. The guy who had nothing to do with the Cubs actually losing long ago gets a ring for having nothing to do with them actually winning. Perfect. End of story. A ring will never make up for what happened to Bartman, but it's a great gesture by the Ricketts family that hopefully brings peace to a famous scapegoat and closure to a sad day in Cubs history. I'm changing my tune on what I thought about that. Thanks, John. Oh, you're um, welcome. I spent most of my week at Media Days. We all know they're full of bizarre questions, false promise, and controlled narratives. Yet every year I leave thinking, this might be the year. You see, Media, D media Days need to come with a warning label. Big block letters. Don't fall for it. We know cigarettes are bad for us. They still come with a label. Attorney General, help a brother out. Once again, Media Days got to me. My fascination has peaked with the most unlikely of relationships, Iowa State and Jacob Park. It's not Park's perfectly plucked eyebrows or a buzz into man pony that hypnotized me. It's how Park got to Ames. Park was South Carolina's Mr. Football, turned down a scholarship from Alabama to play at Georgia. It was all too much too fast. Park left Georgia without taking a snap and for two years the only competition Park faced was in a South Carolina church flag football league. Then one week into fall camp at Iowa State, Park gets the mumps. His first live football action since high school is the Cyhawk game. Park doesn't fit the Iowa State mold. He's from New York, had the world of football in front of him, and then it was all gone for a time. Now Park seemingly has it all back, starting quarterback, a newborn baby girl, and a fire that hooked me at media day. That's all I think about anymore. It's, it's, it's hard for me to, to do schoolwork. <laughs> it's hard for me to sit down and think about anything else other than football just because I want to play football for a really long time and I want to be the best. I have like a, I guess you could call it my ego, but I want to be the best at everything that I do and I don't know how <laughs> to not be that way. I love that Park always says what he feels, good or bad. Probably why he's a little misunderstood, but... There's no question Park is obsessed with playing quarterback. He believes in Matt Campbell and Jim Hoffer. He has the skills and the players around him. It's all there. And I think Jacob Park will make those media day words become reality. He's a big piece this year for Iowa State football. If they're going to have a good season, it's going to be Jacob Park leading that offense. Obviously, he's now quarterback number one. Joel Lanning has moved to linebacker, uh, and he – Park is, he's just an interesting dude, man. So much, man, every time I talk to him, he has something profound to say. Whether it comes, it comes across profound at least, yeah. uh, no matter what he, the words actually coming out of his mouth are. But uh, last year, he comes in in such a unique situation, mm -hmm. plays well. Now he has a full off season, and he, I'm just so curious of, of what could happen with that. A lot of people are picking them to go to a bowl game. I, I'm not sold yet. They, they, 
Iowa State has to prove yeah. that they can win before uh, I'm picking any bowl games. I'm feeling five and seven right now, but if if Park comes to play and the defense can hold up their end of the bargain, uh, a, a bowl. Both He's got those flowing locks. You see on the table here, we have the old Iowa Barnstormers helmet. This uh, in response to Kurt Warner. Man, what, what a weekend for, we mentioned Zach Johnson finished second at the Bridgestone Golf. Kurt Warner inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I've said this before. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about this in a minute. I've said this, this before, but is there a better like underdog to champion story than Kurt Warner in, in the NFL? No. I, I, I honestly... And I'm not saying that there, there isn't, yeah. but I can't think of one. Uh, just some names that even popped up yesterday while watching the Hall of Fame ceremony. Tony Romo's name uh, came about. He, he, he was at the Hall of Fame ceremony. But even he doesn't have a Super Bowl championship. Yeah. Uh, he, he came And I don't think he has undrafted the order that Warner came. He was, he was, he was undrafted. Undrafted, uh, he, but he came straight into the NFL. Yeah. I mean, did he, uh, he didn't NFL, have to go to Europe, NFL Europe. You know, wasn't second. Groceries at Hy-Vee. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough to top that Hollywood script. And even Warner said it last night, like, hey, good luck trying to write this script in Hollywood because I lived it. I'm surprised <laughs> there isn't a movie yet. I mean, that we have. I mean, maybe there will be in a few years, but I'm surprised there hasn't been one made yet or some type of. Uh, 30 for 30. Yeah, on it because it's so incredible. I mean, when you, when you think about it, I mean, that, stuff like that doesn't happen. First of all, when you're undrafted, you barely ever get a shot. And he never he didn't really even get a shot until he, you know, got lucky that Trent Green got injured. And there there are only 31 teams in the NFL. That's 31 quarterbacks uh, that get a chance to play. All right. Um, we'll stick with the NFL here. Tia in Des Moines. Uh, Tia, are you a, you're a Chiefs fan? You want to talk about the NFL? Uh, the Royals got a big win. Uh, John, I uh, tricked you guys. And, uh, wait a minute, I'm with wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this, is this, is this Tia? Yeah, I, I met her at Tonic last night. Uh, and <laughs> we were hanging out talking about the Royals, and they're, they're going to beat the Cardinals tomorrow night. How about that, guys? Is this Tia or Cheezer? This is Cheezer. I, I tricked you guys. I'm with a good-looking uh, chick right now named Tia. I met her at Tonic in Westland last night, buddy. Cheezer. Man, Cheezer, I was going to save you till the end of the show, and now he called in as Tia to talk about the Chiefs, and it's Cheezer to talk about the Royals right hey, off the top. Uh, I'm, I'm, with the, I'm right there with Cheezer. He's a tonic. The, the go-to pickup line, always start with the Royals. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. All right, time for lookalikes with the local connection. Old Spice judges Chris and Bondurant says local TV executive Ray Cole looks like Dunkirk actor Kenneth Branagh. Hmm? Old Spice. Uh, not feeling it. I don't, I don't see that one either. Don't see that one. Matt from Clive says Xfinity Cup driver Michael Annette of Des Moines and Dowling alum looks like Cubs third baseman Chris Bryant. Old Spice. Mm. Not feeling that one either. Man, a rough one. All right, up next, how about some more live calls? Less than a month till the college football season kicks off. Hawkeye and Cyclone fans, give us your predictions. We will too. Let's sound off. 282-9010. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. A lot of comments on social media about Kurt Warner's Hall of Fame bust. We saw it earlier. Well, we'll pull it up again. 
Some say it doesn't really look like it Warner. It looks nothing like Warner. All right, Scott writes, honestly, it's close enough, I'm sure. Kurt doesn't give a rip. He's in the hall. It could be a bust of my butt, <laughs> and I'd be happy. Uh, that's, a, that's a good tweet. Billy Idol writes, Iowa will probably win eight games like usual, and fans will be pissed. ISU will win three games like usual, and fans will be optimistic. That's also a well-written tweet. All right, Old Space, uh, we've been talking about this Kurt Warner bus. Can we pull that picture up real quick again, if we can, <laughs> of Kurt Warner's bust? And, and you guys be the judge out there. Pay close attention does, does this look to like his Kurt right Warner? eye. Does it look like Kurt Warner? I mean, it, I can see a little bit of Warner in it, but... Uh, I, th I think it could be a little better. It, it looks nothing like Kurt Warner, and it has a lazy eye. So that's really distracting to me. I, I can't, you're not a fan of the right eye. No, his, his right eye yeah. is a lazy I don't think Kurt has an actual lazy eye. I don't think Do he does it? either. Or, or am I just the guy with the lazy eye? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, can see, I can see a little bit of Warner in it, but it's, I, can, I can see what you're saying where it's a little bit off. I can, I can see where it's a little bit off. And I went through and looked at all of the other busts yeah. of, of the other Hall of Famers, yeah. and they're spot on. They're so good. This and, one's just a little bit and that's off. And what, that's what makes me so – that's why I feel so bad for Kurt because his looks nothing like him. Everybody else's <laughs> is so accurate. People are going to go be like, who is this guy again? I don't recognize him. All right. Uh, Ryan in Algona wants to talk about Kurt Warner. Ryan, you there? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Um, nothing against Kurt Warner, but what about Dallas Clark? I mean, I think he did. He's done way better in the NFL. Um, he's come from eight-man football from Northern Iowa. I just think his statistics and what he's done has been way more, way more, as far as the Hall of Fame goes for Kurt Warner. It's it's an interesting thought. Uh, Clark is in a, a, a tougher position, I think, being a tight end going into the into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for the call. Warner's a quarterback, so he gets more attention. And I think a lot of it with Warner is what he did with these two franchises. Remember the, remember the Rams before Warner Horrible. took over? They were yeah. terrible. How about the Cardinals before Kurt Warner got there? They were terrible. I mean, the, the Cardinals have been to one Super Bowl, and it was with Kurt Warner, and they're one play away from beating the Steelers in the Super Bowl. So quarterbacks will always get a little more love yeah. than tight ends. I'm not saying Dallas Clark didn't have a great career. He did. He's got great numbers. Clark went to Iowa. He left early for the draft. He knew he was going to get drafted. He goes to the Colts, plays in, in a fantastic with system Peyton with Peyton Manning. Uh, I, I think it's the whole encompassing story of, this guy played, Kurt Warner played at Northern Iowa for one season. Then he sacks groceries for a couple years. Mm -hmm. Then he goes to NFL Europe. Then he goes to the Barnstormers. My orders may be, I may be out of whack an order, but it's just all that stuff. Yeah. And then all the he, records he set. He's the captain of the greatest show on turf. He set so many records in Super Bowls, passing records, 40 touchdowns. I think when he threw 40, it was only him and Dan Marino had thrown for 40 in a season. People have blown that out of the water now, but back in the day, I mean, that was that was the standard, and Warner was setting the standard as this huge underdog. Uh, let's go to Ed in Des Moines. Ed, you got a uh, you got a comment on Kurt Warner? Yes, I you know I don't know whether you remember or not, but he he passed up 13 million dollars for his last year because he did he wasn't being hurt. And he didn't want to. Or his mind. Also, also, he he had a deal with his children. He married this woman with children, and they would go to a restaurant, and he would let one of the kids pick somebody at the restaurant, and they would buy their meal. That's what a kind of a person he was. He was just 
a great humanitarian. He, he's a great guy. We, 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 could, we could talk all day about Kurt Warner. As we mentioned, there should be a movie. There probably will be a movie. I mean, everything he did on the field, but what he does off of it, I think he has six kids, I believe, um, uh, and what he does for his community as well. He's, he, he's, he's a guy you like to call an Iowan. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a guy you rally around. He's a Walter Payton Man of the Year honoree, MVP yeah. of the Super Bowl, and MVP of the league. So he's kind of done it, done it all in such a short period of time. And he's ours. We claim him. Yep. All right, up next, more live calls, plus who's in your five, my favorite upcoming Iowa State football games of the season. Let's sound off more. 282-9010. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. In response to Kurt Warner entering the Hall of Fame, Kevin writes, probably the one player that is universally loved and or respected by all in Iowa, no matter the team affiliation. I remember watching him play with the Barnstormers and dropping his kid off at KTC while at Johnston. Congrats, Kurt. Sean writes, he made us all in Iowa proud and that seemingly unreachable dreams are possible. From stock boy to Super Bowl MVP to Hall of Fame, unreal. Congratulations, Kurt. Well deserved. Who's in your five Cyclone football games I'm most looking forward to? Mm. Number five, Kansas State. Final game of the regular season. Ball implications may be on the line. We all know what happened two years ago in Manhattan. Number four, Texas. Tom Herman returns Thursday night, national stage. Some preseason picks have Texas second in the Big 12. Number three, Oklahoma State. Cowboys are picked by many to contend for a Big 12 title. Another upset in Ames. Number two, Northern Iowa. Could argue this is the biggest game of the season right out of the gates. You cannot lose to you and I two years in a row. They need to show fans the program is on the rise right out of the gates. And number one, what else? Iowa. Cyhawks showdown, always great, especially the week leading up to it. This game will be a lot closer than last year and could be a deciding game for Iowa State going to a bowl game. And let's go to Ryan in Ames. Ryan, you're in Ames and you want to talk about Hawkeye football. Is that correct? Uh, yes, very correct. I'm stuck in Ames, unfortunately. <laughs> but... um. My quick predictions for the year, I think Iowa's going to go 8-4. and four, And I think Iowa State can go 6-6, six and six, but I think that includes a win against Iowa. Yeah, I do too. And uh, based on my question for you guys, with the questions with the passing game this year, do you think Wadley's going to have over or under 1,100 yards, so a little less than a 100-yard average? Is it passing game or rushing game? Uh, rushing. So, Wadley, what's he going to average this year? Do you think it's going to be over or under 1,100 yards total rushing yards? Well, he was, I think he was right around 1,100 last year because him and LaShawn Daniels both well, went over 1,000. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if I'm forced to pick, I think I'm going to probably pick the over on Wadley going over 1,100 because I think he'll get more carries and I think the offensive line will be a little better this year. Uh, James Butler, the transfer from Nevada, is going to come in and spell Wadley, uh, but I think he's going to get some big-time touches, uh, and I think he'll break some bigger runs. I think he could go over 1,100. Yeah, 1,100 is, is a pretty good line. I'd say yeah. it's probably a little low. Uh, 11 to 1,200 is a pretty good pick for him, though. Yeah, I think. yeah, I think I think he's uh, definitely over in that sense. If you're getting like 1250, that's where I think the, the betting would be a little bit more difficult. 1250. Yeah, him and Butler are going to be tough behind that offensive line, but it should be fun. I like that 8 and 4 pick too. Up next, more live calls plus Michael and I face off. Usain Bolt. Lost? What? Does that tarnish his legacy? Give us a call 282 9010.
You can always email the show, sound off at whotv.com. Following the Cubs World Series win, there was a baby boom. I assume there will be a baby boom at Channel 13 after the <laughs> epic, legendary, historic, monumental softball win in Zeering. That from Tony in Des Moines. Can't speak for you, Michael, but uh, yeah, not on my side, but it, it was it was <laughs> epic and monumental. Yeah. All right. Let's John, do this. you ready for this? Let's do it. Let's face off. Okay. Jay Cutler's retirement didn't last long. The Miami Dolphins signed Cutler to a one-year deal after starter Ryan Tannehill went down with a knee injury. Good move or bad move? I'll say good move. I always thought Cutler took more heat in Chicago than warranted. I'm not saying he was perfect, but the Bears surrounded him with nothing. If, if anything, it makes the Dolphins more intriguing, right? Not that it matters a whole lot since Miami's in the same division as the Brady and Patriots. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in his final individual race, Usain Bolt lost in the 100-meter World Championships. That's Bolt's first loss in a final, ever. Mm -hmm. Bolt actually finished in third behind two Americans. Does the loss tarnish his legacy? Yaman or Noman? What? Yaman or Noman? Oh, okay, okay. It does. He's still the best ever, but I wanted him to go out undefeated, perfect, unbeatable. He didn't. Now he has that one blemish, and it was the final race which we will always remember. To top it off, he lost to 35-year-old Justin Gatlin, who's been suspended twice for doping. Not a good farewell for Bolt. Steph Curry played in the Web.com golf event this week and shot 74 and 74. That's impressive. This is one of the most underappreciated achievements in a long time. A top five NBA player shoots 74-74 in an actual PGA event. This wasn't some charity golf outing or celebrity event. This was on the real Web.com tour, which is one notch below the PGA tour and Curry more than held his own. Very impressive. Did he just like chip it in and walk away? Said, go get shot? it, go uh, get it. The first college football coaches poll was released and four of the top 10 teams mm -hmm. are from the Big 10, not SEC. Mm -hmm. Are coaches giving the Big 10 too much respect? Probably, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, and Wisconsin all in the top 10. Highly unlikely they all finish there. Plus the Big 10 has been shut out the last two years in the college football playoff. And they're just 20 and 24 against other power five schools. The last two years. Not good. All right. Over Time under. for over under. And this is this is all me. Overrated. Overrated. Zombie burger. Way overrated. Underrated. G-Migs burgers. Way underrated. You can get in and out of there for 10 bucks, a couple burgers, and a beer. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Now, let's see what we got here on the line here. Oh, hold up. Oh, hey, hold oh. up. Hold up. Oh, hold One up. minute. Let's keep it. He's already tight. Tight. Oh. <sighs> Okay, see you, Tiny Ref. All right, uh, let's take uh, Tyler real quick in Des Moines. Tyler, real quick, what do you got for us? Hey, fellas, um, just a quick plug. The 2017 International Cup for the Australian, for Australian football is going on, and, John, you're familiar with the Des Moines Roosters? Yeah. Uh, we got two fellows from Des Moines that made the U.S. men's national team and are, are over in Australia competing, Ben Judge and Hamilton May and, they got the first win against Team Canada last night. They got three more games to go to try to make the championship. Awesome, awesome. news. That'll do it for next for us this week. Keith's back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off, send off, the Cubs and Diamondbacks, little bullpen dance off. Have a good one.